Hello and welcome to Sobirov's live Wednesday live show from Toronto. My name is Rahmat Sobirov. I'm the managing lawyer of Sobirov's law firm. We are a boutique business immigration law firm that focuses only on business immigration, investor immigration, and tech immigration. We can bring your business and your family and of course your tech talent to this beautiful country called Canada. Today, we will be discussing about what we uh, commonly refer to as business visa. So uh, let me introduce you to, to the topic today. Topic is how to get business visa in Canada in 2022. We are at the end of the year. However, we want to wrap it up and I hope the, the laws will not change dramatically anytime soon and we will be having the same laws because the, the world is changing very dramatically. And uh, yesterday I will touch upon a very great news, a piece of information that came and uh, became public. Canada will be accepting in the next three years almost 500,000 immigrants, permanent residents each year, 2023, 24 and 25. I will touch upon that topic uh, in this live session too because that's, it's a, such a big issue uh, it's a good good and it has its own challenges and so on as usual I I present the topic and uh, once I do that I will get to your questions I already see several questions on the YouTube side we are broadcasting live on YouTube Facebook LinkedIn and Twitter whenever you put a comment under the, the video that you're watching from what, whichever uh, platform you're watching from I will I will be able to bring the question in uh, this kind of uh, setting for example if you send me a question I will bring it this way and I will try to tackle it together it, whatever you hear in these live sessions uh, is just general information I cannot provide legal advice so you should cons you should consider this information as general and if you need if you need more specific legal advice, please consider booking an appointment with us through our website, sobirovs.com. Okay, today we are talking about getting business visa and we published a guidelines on our website. Let me bring that, that up. Uh, and this, this link will be, will be copied underneath the, the videos as a comment so you can refer to it at your, at your um, available time. So how to get a business visa in Canada in 2022 and forward. I would add that going forward because we are at the end of the year. So there are many, uh, many different programs and Canada has remained as a destination for many entrepreneurs. When I say generically business visa, I don't mean the tourist visa, okay? Yes, some people refer to business visa as a, just a type of tourist visa. What I'm referring here is those who are uh, that lead to work permit and ultimately to permanent residence. So Canada offers several visa business visa programs that were created to attract different type of entrepreneurs or investors. So the, the, each program is designed to do certain thing, right? It's not uh, one, one, one size fits all type of situation. So there are uh, if we can divide into into groups, there are federal business visa programs. There are provincial business visa programs. They have different mission. Each program has a different mission and objective. So 
we will touch upon them very briefly and with the help of your questions I can delve into each program separately so <clears throat> excuse me each program is tailored to attract specific type of foreign investment and respond to the particular needs of business immigrants and also the location where where this program will be relevant right for example each province has its own program that locality is also an important factor so we and when I said uh, please don't confuse it with tourist visa tourist visa is totally different thing so there is no fit one fit uh, for all program instead there are different types that will probably get to to you uh, the permanent residence for you and for your family <clears throat> uh, once the the so whenever you you whichever pathway whichever specific program you go through once you are approved for that you can operate your business on a work permit right uh, your work permit will be restricted to running the business it will be written on your work permit that you can work for xyz company which is your company either you purchased it or established it and while your family will have an open work permit your spouse can get an open work permit and if your uh, kids go to school they can go to school for free using study permits then depending on your business visa program chosen and we will go into different kinds very soon depending on that you um, you and your family may become eligible for permanent residency in about one or two years it's a process uh, so there is no direct to direct access to permanent residence through business immigration programs okay so you, I want you to keep in mind because many people entrepreneurs from foreign countries who are looking for uh, ways to immigrate to Canada they can be confused uh, because uh, some some uh, countries around the world they offer permanent residency with an investment right the the keywords investment permanent residency go together in many other countries around the world but in Canada at the moment as we speak in in, in November 2022 there is no direct access to permanent residency through uh, business immigration programs okay uh, now I would like to highlight on a very high level the federal programs there are three major ones some may argue there are four but I would go with uh, three because I will explain why and there are numerous provincial business visa programs which we categorize under PNPs here and every link takes you to the right spot where you can read more about it the famous federal uh, business visa programs are startup uh, are startup uh, in ICT and C11 there is also owner operator type which we don't concentrate at the moment because it has become challenging program for on many levels of course it's it it could be a good program but for the purposes of this video I will focus only on three federal programs intra-company transfer Intra-company transfer is a visa program that is tailored towards businesses with existing operations in a foreign country that want to expand to Canada. Like the word suggests, intra-company, there should be minimum two companies, right? Your original company in a foreign country and your 
Canadian company, then intra between the companies, you may transfer uh, certain types of individuals, including yourself and their family members. So it is a transfer from one, uh, your original company to your Canadian operations. And you are expanding your business to Canada uh, while transferring yourself or an employee or your employee or yourself. And technically speaking, Canadian company will be your employee in Canada, right? <clears throat> there are certain specifics that I, I suggest that you go to this link and read the details of ICT program because it is has its own pluses, minuses, uh, good sides, bad, maybe bad sides. So please uh, go through that. There are FAQs about ICT. I cannot go into detail today, but I want to highlight that one program is intra-company transfer. Second program that is very uh, becoming popular, and this relates also, these all three programs, they relate to Canada's new plan for permanent residence. We'll, just bear with me, I will, I will get to those very quickly. Now, <clears throat> the second very popular program that we do uh, is startup visa program. This is a program ideally fitted for those who, are, uh, who have an, a startup idea or they have conceptualized their startup, they have uh, tested maybe, and they want to bring that startup to Canada, okay? Uh, there are different stages of startup. Maybe it's ideation, maybe it's prototyping, maybe it's testing, do you have an MVP, and, and so on. So any type of startups, this is an, uh, those those who are in the startup world would understand me that you need to the immigration programs would need uh, requires you to obtain a letter of support from certain canadian organizations and uh, this the details are here when you go to this link everything is for your convenience what are the best ways uh, how things work and so on but on a very high level letter of support from canadian side and then this will ultimately lead to permanent residency for up to five founders of that startup, okay? We help startups of any stages. So you need, you need of course, certain budget to, to hire professionals because your startup is from outside of Canada. And to, to be successful in Canada and get the attention and support from designated organizations, I think you need to do a lot of market research to, to see the fitness of your product or service to Canadian market. So startup is a different type of journey, requires a lot of preparation, clear business plans and so on. But it is a good program because it can bring five founders to Canada. That is potentially five families. Uh, and and I, I spoke a lot about why startup was a is, was a great program for canada and we had recently in october we dedicated the whole month for the startup visa program please go and watch our previous videos from a venture capitalist firm venture capital firm from a startup incubator from other service providers that can help you with startup visa program uh, not the immigration part but the economic like the uh, marketing part, research part, prototyping part. So it is, it is an interesting program and it requires a very thorough uh, investigation on your side if you are an innovative company with a startup idea.
Now, the third final uh, federal business immigration business visa program is entrepreneur visa uh, under what we call C11, significant benefit program, right? If you want to purchase or invest in an existing Canadian business, this could be for you. C11 could be for you. You may start from scratch uh, by purchasing a business or you may invest in partnership with a local partner uh, to a Canadian business. This program also is suitable for foreigners who want to start brand new business, but brand new business requires a lot of preparatory work, okay? As with other program, you and your family could become eligible for permanent residency later. So go to C11. We do C11 every day and this is a very detailed guide for you to explore C11 in, in depth, okay? How much money, what can be done, what cannot be done, uh, purchasing a franchise or no, many, many questions that we addressed in these uh, guides. Okay, last uh, but not the least category of business visas and then I will get to your questions. Uh, provincial nominee programs. There are, uh, there are many of those and uh, we identified 17 business immigration streams and if you click here, you can go and see our guidelines about PNP programs, all you need to know in 2022 and forward. The, this is a work permit first and then permanent residency second kind of argument uh, logic here and you can go and see all the costs related and then go to individual provinces in the guidelines so see this is business this is business and this is business but this one requires you to study in canada this from outside of canada these two programs in alberta so go individually and find it for yourself it's amazing uh, source of information and we did some pnp videos we went to Alberta, we interviewed Alberta uh, communities, we went to different parts of, of Canada, we went to Nova Scotia. You, you can see uh, a lot of videos related to PNPs on our, uh, in our uh, YouTube channel. Now, there are, of course, individual requirements. Let's talk about requirements very quickly. There are uh, individual requirements for each program. This list doesn't try to substitute them, okay? But it gives you more uh, generic, uh, generic, all applicable requirements. What do you need to do? Let me double check before. Okay, I, I see a lot of good, good questions. Uh, thank you very much. And I will get to those questions. I'm almost done with this presentation and then we will, we will do it. Uh, we will tackle your questions together. Okay, so <clears throat> each business visa program has its own requirements. However, there are five common elements in all requirements. So this will give you a brief outline. You should have substantial amount of money. Minimums are, I would say 100, 150,000, all the way to 350,000. And it depends whether it's a federal program, provincial program, provincial programs have minimums, but federal programs don't have minimums. So you should be ready to have this budget. Also, you should have experience and skills and be able to operate the business successfully. Why this is a requirement? It's not a like some of them, they clearly ask for that uh, experience, 
but some programs they vaguely ask in in a way that indirectly ask uh, for this requirement. Uh, what what I mean by indirectly is, in order to have a genuine chance of success in any business, as you may know, you need the skills for that business. If you haven't done that, the probability of success will be low. So. Uh, that's why we highlighted this generic uh, common requirement to have the skills and capacity and be to operate business successfully in Canada. You don't operate business to fail, right? You don't operate the business just to come to Canada. You want to operate the business and create the business to be successful. And as, as your lawyers, we want you to be successful. We don't want you to come and fail in Canada, right? So that's generic common high-level requirement you must have an existing successful business or be willing to start or invest in one in canada this is also a generic this part applies to intra-company transfer and this part applies to other types whether you start or start a new business or invest in one existing in canada you must have a well thought out effective and realistic business plan business plan in a uh, that has been th thoroughly researched, that reflects Canadian realities. This will be not only relevant to you as a business owner, but to the uh, Canadian embassy who is reviewing your intentions of running a business in Canada. Do you, do you have a clear plan, realistic plan uh, to do business in Canada? And also, I put this, we, we put this requirement because either you have to have that extensive knowledge or you have to hire someone who has that extensive knowledge in uh, Canadian immigration regulations and immigration framework. Because one thing is to run the business, the other thing is to worry about your immigration, right? You need to have that knowledge or you need to hire someone who has the knowledge so that you can focus on your business, not on your uh, immigration status. Overall, the procedure, <coughs> excuse me, Overall, the procedure, uh, how it's going to work, again, generic, very high level, because each process, uh, each program has its own specifics uh, as to the process. Uh, this is what, what usually happens in a business visa application, depending on the, on the program you select, is first you, you, you need to consult with a business immigration lawyer. Find the right one for you, and I've already published how to find your best immigration lawyer uh, in Canada. I have a guidelines for that. If I can find it here, um, one second. I I, I think I, I have that in the. Let me find this very quickly. Uh, under insights, uh, you can search best immigration lawyer. And then this is a complete guide. See, uh, this is a complete guide that I published in August uh, of this year. How to choose the what to pay attention. It's a long read. I should warn you. It's a long read. How to find the best lawyer. It's a it's a it's very long, but it's very critical at the beginning. So before you consult with an experienced business immigration lawyer, you need to find that lawyer. Okay. Uh, and select the most suitable who can select you the most suitable pathway for you and your business then once you do that okay you have the immigration strategy steps are the following either you create or purchase a canadian company develop a business plan 
for that company at any stage before work permit submission. So it could be in advance or after you purchase the company because sometimes you need to tailor it to that company that you purchased or established. Become employed by a Canadian company. So there's a, there's a process, the Canadian entity hires you. Submit an application for work permit with appropriate application for your family members and all the documentation. Then you come to Canada and operate your business successfully without failing, hopefully, and apply for permanent residency within one or two years. Depending on your business immigration programs, certain avenues are available to become permanent residents. Then after living for uh, three years as a permanent residence, you become eligible for Canadian citizenship. That's a 30,000 feet <laughs> uh, process, as I said. It's not, it's not detailed, but everything is, uh, depends on the immigration program chosen and the strategy suggested by immigration lawyer. Visa processing time. This is a very hot topic and it's a bit discouraging topic, to be honest, because now things are so late and my clients are also suffering. I know many of my colleagues in the immigration legal practice, they are also uh, voicing the concerns about the processing time, but this is a gen general overview of processing times. It can take up to one to eight months, depending on your citizenship, where you're applying from, and many, many other factors, but this is a realistic expectation, to be honest. Some, some of my clients are already waiting even even more than eight months unfortunately certain countries in certain regions of the world they have the embassies not canadian embassies are very slow unfortunately this is something beyond our control so uh one to eight months to for the business visa application to be approved the processing time largely depends on the immigration program um, some federal programs can take three months on average provincial programs usually take eight months uh, for for the whole thing to realize and um, please note that this processing time refers to processing the work permit that will allow you to work for your Canadian company. Okay, this is a serious step and requires an advanced preparation. Uh, costs, the costs indicated here are only governmental costs. Depending on your visa, visa uh, the, the, the program chosen for you, the legal cost can be different. So to calculate the costs, go to our fee calculator which we created for your convenience you answer a couple of questions and it will estimate estimate how much it may cost you in legal fees and all the governmental fees combined so go there and and see for yourself there are frequently asked questions i don't want to go into those please read it for yourself and each program has its own faqs see here there are faqs uh, see tons of FAQs that we created based on your questions startup visa FAQ C11 FAQ and so on now I think this is a generic overview of what's available for foreign entrepreneurs go and see this page I will leave this page right away be before I before I forget here we go and now let's explore your questions so that we can delve into this topic in more detail. I can see lots of questions here. Now let me bring it up. Um, all right, so now question time. Thank you very much for your patience. I know I, I was speaking nonstop, 
but uh, this is the, an overview I wanted to give you. Now, I have a question from YouTube side, which I cannot bring to, to the screen, but I, I, I will start with that question. Let me uh, see that question on the YouTube side, because some questions cannot be uh, dragged in, onto the screen, right? So the, there is a question from Pakistan. Hello, for, hello to Pakistan, and I hope the devastation of the flooding are going away. I hope our prayers and thoughts are with the people of Pakistan. I, I follow the world news, but I, I don't highlight them. But using this opportunity, my condolences for those who lost their loved ones uh, in recent flooding in Pakistan. And I hope uh, things will really improve and uh, it will never happen again. It's devastating news. I, I, I really feel um, I have many friends in Pakistan and many clients, but uh, uh, this, this relates to us. And as, a, uh, as, a to as, as something that we could do at Sobirov's Law Firm, we every month we donate to certain charities uh, you know, around the world, especially those countries that our clients come from. And uh, I'm, I'm humbled for the opportunity to be able to, we donated those, uh, the, some funds for the flooding uh, rescue operations in Pakistan, and I hope that those donations will, will reach the, the, the right people in that uh, beautiful country. Uh, our thoughts and prayers with the, with the people of Pakistan. Thank you for participating. Uh, Shahnella from Pakistan, uh, she says, I mailed you for business exploratory visit. Please explain what requirements are for uh, exploratory visit visa. Uh, also, I wanted to buy a uh, to buy a business or open a branch of my existing company, which is owner-operator company, what would be the requirements for that? Shahnella, thank you for your question. Um, so, <clears throat> first of all, uh, business exploratory visits, I think you are referring to provincial uh, nominee programs because most of provincial nominee programs, they require that potential foreign entrepreneur first visits Canada, that province specifically, explores the area and then applies for PNP. So if you're referring to that, if you're referring to that, then um, first you need to identify whether that exploratory visit these days can be done online. I, I remember when I was interviewing Alberta uh, communities that are participating in rural entrepreneur program, they are still accepting, they are doing virtual exploratory visits uh, explore that second to to come to canada uh, i think for exploration only you need to apply for tourist visa so tourist visas uh, are being processed very long depending on the embassy that you you apply to uh, at the moment you can apply for tourist visa and come and visit and as a purpose of your visit you should indicate that you want to explore this province or that province and you're conducting exploratory visit, visit uh, to, ca to Canada. Unfortunately, those communities that participate in PNP programs, they don't give you a letter of support or something for you to apply for visa. You should indicate that you are so-and-so business owner or entrepreneur and you, want, you are interested in uh, this business, uh, doing business in that province, and you want to do exploratory visits. So you need to justify your visit uh, that you have a, a home ties that will bring you back from the visit to your home country. You have financial uh, 
financial capacity to to realize that exploration to Canada. And finally, you have not breached any immigration laws before. So that way you can apply for exploratory visit and it will be a typical tourist visa which is legally known as temporary resident visas. Uh, regarding your other question, uh, if I want to buy or open a branch, I think I would refer you to our website. Uh, that was uh, the business visa we talked about. Uh, Intracompany transfer is applicable for uh, when you want to, this one. So when you want to expand your existing business, look into intracompany transfer. There is a detailed guidelines. Uh, if you want to purchase a business, then you need to uh, either look to Entrepreneur Visa C11 or PNPs as you, as you raise the question of exploratory visits. Okay. Now, another question that we have from the audience. I think now I can pull all the questions here. Uh, Rahim Moti. I'm from India looking for investors immigration program. Okay, uh, that's a very general question. Uh, Rahim, I will refer you again to our website where you, you can find this uh, guidelines under business immigration. Go to Sobirov's law firm website, sobirovs.com. Go to under business immigration and click on Canada investor visa. This is where you have an overview of investment related programs okay that's uh, all i can say now okay next question uh all right tons of questions from youtube side i will go one by one uh, i ask for your patience which route is faster ali is asking the question which route is faster c11 or provincial nominee i think c11 in a short answer it's c11 is faster and you can go and read the guidelines. We have guidelines for provincial nominee program. We have guidelines for C11 program that I highlighted at the beginning of our video. And you should refer to them and understand why this is so. Okay. Nodrbek um, Niyozov is asking the smallest budget for making a business visa to Canada. Uh, I, I, I did uh, highlight that issue. At the minimum, 100, 150,000, all the way to 350,000 for just your business-related expenses to do business or to create a business, to purchase a business, and so on. So that's the smallest budget you can uh, think of. Um, Ali Rashid clarifying the question: Can I invest in shares of a business, or must I purchase a business? I think you can invest also there is an opportunity to to be a partner of an existing business in Canada and then most probably you will be uh, fit for C11 work permit but in order for you to justify your uh, your coming to Canada you need to be the majority shareholder of the company so basically you become the owner of the company yes some parts could belong to another person your partner but you will be the majority person that uh, helps you to justify you coming to Canada because theoretically you can buy the shares of an existing company now and not come to Canada you know trust the, your partners that they will run the business successfully and you can literally own shares not, not a problem but to justify that you need to be in Canada to run the business because you are invested in a majority ownership of the business then that helps you a lot 
minority owners probably ha will have harder time to justify why they are coming to Canada unless you have a very specific justification which I cannot uh, think of at the moment some businesses may may have that kind of justification Adam Royal uh, excuse me <coughs> Adam Royal is saying, I'm from Nigeria. What's the requirement document requested? Hmm. I, unfortunately, that's very generic. Uh, I, Adam, I invite you to go and see our guidelines on the website. Uh, and then you will have a clear idea on what documentation are needed for certain type of business immigration. Of course, even on our website, we, don't, we cannot go specific country by country document list right that's something that is done after you hire the lawyer he or she the lawyer will analyze your situation and come up with a there's a generic list it's online a government government website is there but the specific uh, set of documents for that business owner that entrepreneur should be created by the lawyer and then you you collect those documents to support your application so unfortunately i cannot answer that generic question um, Sadiq Akbar is uh, asking <clears throat> what's the overall cost of a startup visa program can you provide cost break well uh, yesterday I talked to, to an entity who helps with market research and prototyping and preparing you for startup visa program application they charge their own fees they have a list of services they can provide to to help you with your startup visa if you are asking just for legal cost lawyers cost it ranges between 35 to 50 thousand dollars for lawyers cost for that visa program but again the costs are uh, Sadiq I highlighted in my presentation go to our fee calculator there you can ask you can you are asked some questions for the startup visa you you select and then it will it will come up with an estimated budget for legal costs okay again startup visa program requires a lot of preparation so what, what I mean is market research who will be doing your market research who will be contacting local uh, potential buyers of your service who will be doing the prototyping if there is a device to be prototyped so who will be creating your website these are the non-legal costs of startup visa application so we have uh, trusted partners who do market research who prepare you for to get who will help you to to be interviewed with designated organizations who will prepare you for that interview and everything before because for startup visa you need to obtain letter of support from those designated organizations right either it's incubators angel investors or VC funds so they have that non-legal service list where they can help you with with your startup visa application preparation the legal side the immigration side it's you can estimate the cost on our website but the non-legal side i cannot estimate because we need to understand what kind of service you need to prepare your startup for immigration okay to obtain the letter of support from designated organizations so I think I, I suggest that you contact us, book a consult, book a, a strategy meeting with us, one hour on our website, and we we came up with a new policy uh, starting from last week. 
when you book a uh, strategy meeting with us and you have your strategy meeting and if you're not satisfied with strategy meeting we will reimburse that the the meeting fee for you we don't want to be in the business of you know uh, consulting and not giving value right so we will sit with you one hour of strategy time uh, with our senior business immigration lawyer and if you're not happy with the meeting at the end you didn't get any value just tell us no questions asked we will give it back to you but if after the consultation you become our client and we the law firm and you agree to work together we will apply that meeting fee of 250 us dollars to our legal fees we will deduct it from our legal fees so there is no uh, no fear we we removed that fear from immigrant entrepreneurs when they say oh if i pay for a meeting with a lawyer what what a, is it a waste of money and so on to you know some people are concerned so just to address that fear we removed that fear in the in our uh, offer okay uh, another question is iguilo mariana uh, good afternoon hello good good morning to you good afternoon to you good morning to me please can someone buy a, a business of $100,000 in which the owner is owner in canada accepted to collect a down payment of 50,000 and the buyer pays the balance monthly till the till the balance is fully paid well uh, as long as it's it's a firm commitment i think it's possible but again your your situation should be analyzed what are you buying uh, what kind of uh, do you have further capital to invest and and broaden this business improve this business so your coming to Canada should be geared towards improving the business, okay? Not keeping the status quo, but improving. What's, what happens after you, you buy the business? So 50% down payment, 50% the balance to be paid at a later stage, firm commitment, no matter what, no matter what. If you, if you haven't made a firm commitment, I think that's, uh, that's an argument to make to Immigration Canada, to the embassy, that... This person is not playing around. He's firm to purchase that business. But the, uh, there are steps in purchasing. 50% now, 50% later. Uh, it could be. Again, it is uh, very situational. And you need to sit with a lawyer to understand the, the specifics. Okay. Omar Adidas GLNL. Hello. If I purchase a franchise business for 100,000 Canadian. I, I hope you mean 100,000. For example, do I still need to put money in the business to to after purchasing the business? Do I still to present proof of fund to CIC? Yes, I just asked uh, answered that question. Besides besides purchase price, purchase money, you need to have funds too. It's not that you are don't spend all your money to purchase a business. Okay, you need to have you need to be able to run the business. This, to stock up the inventory of the business, to make certain repairs if something breaks down. This kind of things cost money, so you need to allocate certain budget. That's why if you purchase a business for $100,000, I would also advise you to, you know, as my suggestion, to have another 100000 for the rainy day because I don't want to be in a situation when my clients have spent all their properties to buy one business and that business is, any business is risky in this world, as you know. Uh, so 
be prepared, have the budget for rainy day and show that budget. And you should show that budget because then it will be, oh, you know, it's, it will not be a strong application, I would say. It will be an application. It may not be a strong application, okay? <clears throat> All right. Um, Ali Rashid is asking, do you assist with business plan or one would have to engage service? So we do help with business plan and we have our external experts, PhDs and locals here in Canada who understand the Canadian market that, that, prepare, that prepare business plan for our clients. Yes, we do help with that. Okay, excuse me, I, um, <clears throat> I have some throat issue today. That's why I have to drink um, liquids uh, now and then. <clears throat> so, Adam Royal, uh, when buying a business, um, going, to, uh, going to pay in full payment before coming to Canada? Yes, yes. Because the owners of businesses in Canada, they don't, need, they don't want a conditional sale. They don't want a conditional sale. It's very, very, very rare that they allow you, okay, pay me now a little bit, pay later a little bit. It's, it's a, yeah, you, you make full payment before coming to Canada, before coming to Canada, yeah. Okay, um, here we go. Yeah, the, the website that I gave you the, about Business Visa Canada, it's very simple, soberoffs.com slash business-visa-canada. And I will leave this with you under, underneath the video. Iguilo is asking, can one business, uh, I think, I think that, uh, can one, I think there was a little bit modification of your question. Uh, can, can, if I, if you buy a business of 100K in which the owner accepted 550K, uh, okay, 50% of 100K, uh, and the balance in monthly installments, will this kind of business get you a PR? As I said, the purchase of business gets you work permit. Then you run the business, be successful in that business, don't get bankrupt, and then you, you are ready for PR, okay? Just buying the business doesn't get, the P, doesn't get you the PR. Buying a business allows you to come on a work permit to run the business first, run it successfully for one or two years, then you open an opportunity to, to, to become permanent residents. For example, provincial nominee programs, federal business immigration programs, they, they require performance. Provincial nominee programs usually require a minimum of 12 months or two years, depending on the province. So just the fact of buying a business doesn't get you the PR. That I want to make clear because, again, many countries around the world, they give you that opportunity. Just invest something, get the PR. No, not in Canada. In Canada, if you buy a business, become a business owner, you come to Canada to run that business on a work permit. And then after some time, you may become eligible for PR, okay? I want to make it clear because there must be some kind of confusion in the, in the audience and globally as if, if you buy a business, you become PR. No, 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 no. You, if you buy a business, you become eligible to work on your business on a work permit and then become PR in, a, in due course if you get eligible to a certain, you know, if, depending on the business program, there's a eligibility requirement for PR, right? All right. <clears throat> U.S. Uh, Shahnala from Pakistan, thank you very much for your question. Uh, I hope uh, I tried, tried to 
cover everything, different angles of your question. Thank you very much. Again, um, here we go. Another question, Omar Adidas. If one, <coughs> excuse me, if one buys a franchise business for 100, 250,000, 200,000, I guess, right? 150,000, 200,000. How much will likely be the salary per hour? Mm. Well, min there are minimum salaries based on province. In Canada, it's I believe it's fifteen dollars per hour, but for you to become the own, I, I think you don't go with minimum salaries. The if if you mean your the salary for yourself, that should be I think higher than minimum salaries. If you mean the salary for your workers, uh, at the moment there's a wor worker shortage, and it will be tough to find a worker for minimum salary in Canada. So it depends on the province, depends on whose, whose salary you're talking about. And if you, well, um, I'm, I'm trying to understand why you're asking this question because especially the per hour uh, salary question because I, don't, I couldn't relate, to be honest. I couldn't relate the, the, buying, the buying the business and the hourly salary. Can you please clarify if I, I think I got it wrong? <clears throat> okay, um, Ahmad Sodik, very insightful. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much. I was wondering if you could briefly outline the most applied areas for startups. If you have this info, if not, uh, may I know if it's not e-business focused only, can it be manufacturer of good like bijouterie? Yeah, well, <clears throat> it, uh, startup visa is about innovation. Innovation can happen in any field of uh, production or business. If your bijouterie uh, production is innovative, why not? And I, I, should, uh, I should propose you watch my latest interview with a venture capital fund CEO where he mentions innovation is not something that you create. Uh, um, out, well, it's, uh, innovation is not something like you must create this next Facebook. No. Innovation can be something that changes status quo. For example, he mentioned an innovation in restaurants. At the moment, there are restaurants in Canada that have no cashiers. You come and interact with a robot. Robot gets your order. In the back kitchen, nobody sees you. There's an app. You order your food and you come and you, you pay through the app. And that restaurant type, this is an innovative restaurant. The, you only hire the cooks at the back kitchen and they, they prepare the food based on the order through the app. You pay through the app. You pick up your food. That's it. That's a restaurant at the moment. That's innovative. So it doesn't have to be IT related. It should be something that changes the status quo. How we are doing business now. What will change because of your innovation? How the business will be done after your innovation? So you need to... Uh, startup Visa is, a, is not only about big, big, super, mega ideas, okay? It could be something that changes the status quo. So I suggest that you go and watch that uh, CEO interview that I did. Uh, that CEO's name is Tommy Baltzis. He is one of the designated venture capital funds under the visa, startup visa program and the most applied visa uh, the most applied startups for this program are of course related to information technologies 
new type of manufacturing, uh, different type of services and so on. Yesterday, I talked to a startup research company, startup research. They, they do research for startups, okay? They, they did an innovative uh, bracelet, a bracelet for those who have pacers on their hearts, right? You know, pacers, they, they, they give you the rhythm of your heart. It's a specific mechanism. So when those who have pacers in their heart uh, installed, when they come to a magnetic field, for example, at the checkup at the airport, that pacer can be damaged. You know, it can be life-threatening. So they came up with a bracelet. A bracelet will identify the magnetic field when you approach the airport or when you approach certain areas. It identifies magnetic field. Even certain phones have different magnetic field. And it's dangerous for those who have pacers on, on their hearts, right? So that bracelet, little bracelet that beeps when there is a magnetic field, uh, un, uh, unhealthy magnetic field, right? So that was an innovation. So you can see it's changing things and changing status quo, challenging the status quo. I think uh, startups can be of different kind, basically. And the second question from the same person, Ahmad, does any of these programs allow an applicant to operate a business not residing in Canada on a permanent basis? Well, of course, uh, if, you are, if you want to be uh, operating your business from remotely from your home country, you can do that. Uh, and any, any of these um, programs that, uh, other than provincial nominee program, other than provincial nominee programs, other programs, they don't require you to live in Canada. You can come and go, you know, you just monitor your business. But provincial nominee programs, they want you to spend at least, I think it's 70, 75% of your time in that locality, in that uh, province that you are doing the business with. Okay. Hardik Kesaria is asking, what is the criteria for applying for PR after running business for one year? Uh, the criteria could be there might be uh, an opportunity for you if you are going with provincial nominee program after operating it for a certain amount of time maybe it's one year maybe it's two year depends on the PNP program then the province nominates you to the to permanent residence okay there is a nomination program a nomination process that become that makes you permanent resident then uh, the federal business immigration programs after one year your company may give you a job offer on a very high level executive level and which may increase your uh, express entry points and then you may become eligible for pr so there are different ways depends on which program you select at the beginning whether it has a performance requirement and then once you do that performance will you be eligible so depends on which program Yes, there is an opportunity to, after at least one year, your company has profits, your company can pay your salary. And then we, we, uh, we moved our clients from work permit to permanent residency. I will highlight a success story here. Um, here we go. In, in success stories, we have very rich uh, success story in our see this one Canadian PR in less than three years right in less than three years read this this is a typical scenario maybe it will relate to you how we switched from um, 
from a work permit to PR. Okay, that's that's a good success story. Success stories can be found under insights, success stories, and there are many uh, success stories that we share that we are allowed to share by our clients. Okay. All right, uh, I'm almost at the end of the hour. Let me quickly go to the questions again. Thank you, uh, Hardik, for this question. Okay. Uh, Rahim, you are welcome. You are welcome. And now I will try to also highlight the, that new announcement that was made by the Canadian Immigration about immigration plans. Um, do you arrange for an exploratory visit if we apply for C11 visa? C11 visa doesn't require exploratory visit. PNP programs require exploratory visits. Uh, if you are asking for a tourist visa before buying the business, uh, you can do it on your own because we don't, we don't want to be in a position where we uh, sponsor someone to come to Canada, right? Uh, write an invitation letter or something. C11 visa doesn't require exploratory visit. You, need, you can hire someone who will do all the due diligence when you're buying a business for, for C11 program. So I think either you are confusing this exploratory visit with, P, you know, that is not required on the C11. Uh, exploratory visits are required by PNP programs. So if you are interested in PNP, we can arrange the meeting with certain uh, locations. And once you hire us as your lawyer, we can arrange those meetings for you. Yeah. <clears throat> um, how long the visa is valid? Usually, uh, if you... Um, which visa, again? Which visa? If you mean a tourist visa just to visit Canada, uh, the tourist visas are usually given for 10 years or until the expiry of your passport. And tourist visas are uh, multiple year visas, multiple use visas. So uh, if you are asking about the work permit that you can obtain based on the purchase of the business or establishing a business in Canada, usually they start with one year or two years, the work permits, and then it can be extended up to seven years. Uh, Sheila Sam Joseph is asking which program is better C11 startup visa for as a small and medium business well startup visa requires you to be an innovative business and you have if you have a startup uh, visa that is supported by Canadian designated organizations then startup visa could be better but C11 is faster so depends what good means to you is it the fast pace or is it more uh, solid uh, PR. Startup visa also gives you PR at the end, right? C11 gives you the first work permit and then you have to get ready for permanent residency separately. So depends what means good for you. What is your priority? As for small and medium businesses, we usually end up doing C11s if you ask for our practice because startup visa requires a lot of preparation and uh, the processing time for startup visas are not great at the moment. It's about 36 months or something, uh, which, is, which is annoying, to be honest. Uh, so it depends what, what's, what are your priorities. <clears throat> okay, here's a very interesting question. 
What happens to an applicant for business visa who gets work permit but fails to meet business goals after one, two years required by PNP? Then you don't get nominated uh, by PNP. Will they get an extension to perform or issued a removal order? Well, uh, I think uh, when you don't perform on the PNP, you didn't satisfy the performance agreement that you signed with the province and you are not nominated. Uh, then you have to switch your status to another status, okay? Either within Canada or not. If you cannot change your status, you have certain days uh, before you, you need to leave Canada. Yeah, not removal order. I wouldn't put it like that, but you need you have an obligation to leave Canada if you cannot change your status to another status, okay? Mm. Can you help me search for a business do, and do all the paperwork? Yeah, we can do that. And we, we specialize in business immigration. We do all the paperwork. Uh, is it possible to buy an e-commerce business? Yes, it's possible. But uh, what would make you... The, what is the justification for you coming to, com, coming to Canada to run that e-commerce business if you can run that e-commerce remotely so build your argument accordingly why why e-business if that e-business doesn't require your intervention on a day-to-day -day basis and it can run on their own so think about what type of businesses you want to buy it it should not be kind of passive business you need to actively be involved in the business okay so uh, think about that skv Will age be a con constraint for a person age 44 coming to uh, on a C11 work permit for getting PR after two years? No. Well, the the solution for age, unfortunately, we, um, is that you need to increase your points for PR by other means, by job offer or by PNP. If in case of PNP, it's by performance, right? Uh, it's not a constraint. Usually, P those C11 and intra-company transfer programs are done by those who cannot get enough points because of their age. So they switch to business immigration and we do business immigration for them because through express entry, they don't have any chance uh, at the age of 44. It's really tough. It's possible, but it's hard to get enough points at the age of 44 under express entry, right? That's why you need to see the alternatives. Uh, what are they? alternatives okay all right uh thank you very much i hope i exhausted all the questions oh there are many questions okay here's a question from ali very interesting one uh, can my son study at the university on domestic fees if i have a business work permit? no that's uh your your student will your your son will be an international student still but maybe he will start his first year second year as an international student Maybe there is a possibility that his third year and fourth year is a local student fee when you become permanent resident. And he should be dependent. It depends on, your age, on the age of your, of your son. Maybe that could be a possibility and we've seen that kind of um, scenarios in the past. Okay. Um, Sheila, son Joseph, uh, for SUV in the SU, uh, startup visa program, do you support to get letter of support letter with uh, our business plan or just guide us? Do they charge fee for letter of support? Well, letter of support 
uh, can be obtained by three from three entities, right? From three type of organizations: uh, incubators, angel investors, and um, and venture capital firm. They usually don't charge for letter of support. The preparatory work to get the letter of support is a paid service. Yes, we provide that kind of service in collaboration with our partners who do the market research for you, who do prototyping, who do who, who, uh, who those partners do other kind of necessary preparatory work to present the startup to the designated organizations and those organizations may accept you okay so preparatory work is uh, is paid it's a it's a service right but the and designated organizations usually other than some incubators they don't charge for a letter of support as long as they like your project and accept you and give their investment or accept you to the incubation program that's that's it they don't charge for a letter of support the fee the the cost is the preparatory work to present your strong case for uh, to get a letter of support from the organizations okay and we do that yeah we do that uh, for our clients we help them to apply to prepare and apply for to get the letter of support Hunain uh, Shokat, please tell me work visa Canada for international international employee. Um, I, the best answer I can give Hunain is for you to go to our website to understand how employers hire foreign workers. So go to employers and hiring foreign worker for Canadian business. This is how they hire. I don't I quite didn't get your question. Uh, maybe I misunderstood, but this is this is where you find uh, hiring foreign workers for Canadian businesses information there. Okay. Now another question. Oh, I missed one question. One second. Ali Rashid says, "When does my 1,096 days start? Does it start when I land in Canada or after I get a PR?" That's a good question. Uh, it's it depends. <laughs> so. <coughs> Excuse me, I, I have a... <clears throat> okay. So, through business immigration program, you come on a work permit, right? So, up to one year of your work permit time can be calculated towards your 1,096 days for, uh, for the citizenship. So, let's say if you came to Canada on a work permit to run your business and you ru run it and you're running it for about two years okay and then you become PR for once you become PR one year from your work permit time will be calculated towards your citizenship so uh, af, uh, it depends on the on the scenario right so up to one year time spent on a work permit can be calculated towards your citizenship calculation I think that's a that's a the best answer I can give but if you come to Canada on a PR basis, for example, startup visa, right? Or any other PR like express entry, the calculation starts on the day of your arrival. Uh, but if you come on a work permit prior to becoming PR, one year of work permit is calculated towards your citizenship of 1,096 days. Okay. <clears throat> um, okay. Good, Hardik, thank you very much for your question. 
uh, teacher vid teacher vid is asking after arriving in Canada on C11 or startup startup investor business visa uh, I, I think you meant startup visa program but anyways what steps would I take to get student visa to continue school schooling as well as running my business well the expectation is that you will be full-time running your business if you are uh, coming to Canada to study I think you better apply to student visa right away uh, you cannot have two statuses at the same time okay so if you buy a business and you run uh, business on a work permit I suggest that you run and become permanent resident before you become teacher uh, because be, be, before before you become a student right why because if you come to Canada as an international student fee, the fees are higher uh, twice or sometimes three times higher than local students so either you purchase a business and start running the business or if you want to study just get the student visa come to study and then become PR run it's more economic so I don't suggest you combine two work permit and study permit at the same time okay the work permit clearly states that you cannot study in an academic program when you have a uh, when you come to Canada to run your business or maybe I misunderstood your question maybe you just buy buy you know you're saying you coming to Canada on C11 as it's a work permit program and you want to study at the same time uh, I've never had that case <laughs> to be honest uh, and I think it's better for you to decide what's your ultimate goal to to discuss it with a lawyer maybe there are easier way to get to your ultimate goal I'm sorry I couldn't uh, answer, cover the whole thing about this question but it seems such an unusual scenario when person comes buys a business and comes to run that business on a work permit but at the same time he wants to study full-time uh, as a student so it's a bit contradictory either you do this or the other uh, Adam says when buying the business is it after making the payment before one can start the visa processing yeah usually that's the case you purchase the business first you prepare you present that you documents proving the per, you, the purchase and then you apply for visa right there's a there's a document package that goes to visa application okay I think I covered all the questions now I want to highlight something related to uh, last uh, yesterday's announcement as you know yesterday uh, Canadian immigration minister announced new plans for immigration for 2023 to 2025 let me bring that on the screen because it's a very interesting uh, development and I'm happy that ministry has increased so the, no, uh, the new immigration plans for 2023-25 are the following and I'm more concerned more interested in this aspect which and please uh, understand that this is permanent residence ultimate permanent residence right these are not work permits these numbers are not about work permits so I'm I'm very happy to see that from 1000 previously in, in previous plan this has increased to 3500 all the way to maximum 8000 right so it is a good uh, good development Canada will be accepting uh, almost 500,000 new immigrants every year 
and business federal business programs they include uh, such programs as startup visa self-employed uh, programs and so on so these are very good developments for us and it will be a very interesting year in 2023 and 25 every year there will be new uh, more and more immigrants coming to canada so uh, this is our plan as as a country to accept more immigrants and if you want to uh, move your business move your family and move your basically move your future to canada sobirov's law firm is here to help thank you very much for your active participation we'll see you next wednesday 10:30 a.m live from toronto don't forget to subscribe and like this video it will help us a lot uh, i appreciate your time enjoy the rest of the week and uh, send us your questions if we if we couldn't answer them today send us your questions by uh, putting a comment under this video thank you very much have a great day bye bye